0: Hey everyone, welcome to a special edition of the UKSTEP podcast. It wasn't going to be a podcast, I was just recording some thoughts about this topic of left-handed ukulele players and my discussion went on for about 30 minutes. So what I figured is that I would release this as a podcast so that it could come out in a couple different formats. You've got the video that comes out on the UKSTEP channel and then also on the UKSTEP podcast um, sort of uh, actual podcast, you know, the, the audio only for people that want to listen to it. There is some background noise I'm recording in my hotel as I'm in Athens, Georgia, for the Georgia Music Educators Association. is brought here by Parapol and by GMEA, and I appreciate the opportunity to be here and to have a couple presentations on Ukulele. What I'll do is I will cut out the original intro to my video and then just replace it with this intro and then get on to the topic of left-handed playing. So I hope you enjoy this special edition of the UKSA podcast, and it's it's really a, a topic that's worth handling with sincerity and thoughtfulness, uh, intent, and thinking about what is best actually for the student. So without any further ado, here is uh, my thoughts about Left handed players and teaching the ukulele. Uh, tonight, someone on one of the, the channels, actually, I think the music play uh, discussion on Facebook, was asking about how to deal with left handed playing students with the ukulele. And I responded with some information because I just presented uh, this afternoon for the Georgia Music Educators Association on the nuts and saddles of an ukulele program, how to you know, get an ukulele program started in your school, what you need, what to think about pedagogically. And one of the points is you need to decide how you're gonna handle left-hand students. And I have a very strong opinion on that at this point in my career. And it is one that goes against some of the other teachers in my field, and certainly against some of the loud voices in the ukulele world. And I have been attacked on both sides (laughs) for my stances. Uh, I started off teaching ukulele in a way that was very formal, following, I believe, the Hal Leonard method, which ironically was written by Lil Rev, who is anything but a traditional teacher at this point, but he's the one who wrote the Hal Leonard method. And um, my students were really excited to play the ukulele, but they tired of treating the ukulele like any other instrument. Now you can. You can treat the ukulele like any other instrument, but there's other things that it can do. And we spend so much, and right now I'm an elementary teacher, so grades kinder through fifth, we spend so much time teaching the concepts of single line rhythms, single line melody, um, learning how to play boomwhackers, uh, if you have them, orf instruments, recorder, um, you know, piano piano. We have have a piano lab and in fact I've been working on a lot of resources for that for this year. We do a piano unit every year. Well, at any rate, it's okay to let the ukulele be the ukulele. And yes, you can teach all those things. So like the James Hill method or uh, the J. Chalmers Doan method, the, the Canadian sort of method where they were using really the ukulele to sort of replace the recorder. You can teach ukulele like that, but that doesn't mean that you're necessarily getting to the core of what the ukulele does well and what it can also bring separately to your teaching or to your playing experience if you're not a teacher. Now, here's the deal. With left-handed players, we run into sort of a roadblock. And I started off by literally saying, you will learn how to play right-handed. And I didn't talk a lot about it, but after I changed my mind, I talked about how I did it and I actually talked on the Ukulele Underground Forum, uh, which is a whole separate forum off of Facebook, and I was attacked by some people for being so cruel at one point. And now today, where I have a different standpoint, I get attacked from people on the other side, saying, no, you can't do that, the ukulele has to be played right-handed and it, it, the really strong feelings here. So let me, let me talk about some of the things that happen. Again, I was trying to teach ukulele like a traditional instrument when I wasn't catering it to its own unique characteristics. And then also not tapping into pop music like I could have and should have. And that all changed. So if you're watching this video, I'm doing that presentation tomorrow Um, for the Georgia Music Education Association talking about the ukulele play-alongs and how that started my life and how the whole methodology started with that. Okay, so I've got all that going, right? But um, I'm teaching students to learn how to play right-handed no matter what. Well, then um, I invited the teachers at my school to come and have an ukulele lesson to see if they wanted to learn ukulele. This is when I was teaching middle school. And as I'm teaching chords, I teach the C chord first. So, and again, I don't know if this image is reversed when you're watching it, but I'm playing the C chord correctly. You know, I teach them how to play the C chord and that all goes well. And they say, okay, let's play the F chord. And then one of my friends, not just a fellow teacher, but like one of my good friends as one of the teachers uh, comes over and says, hey, uh, Chris, can I ask you a question? And I go, yeah, what's up? And she goes, "Um, I can't. I can't play that chord. I'm like, sure you can, you can play it. She's like, ah, no I can't. And she holds up her hand and she's missing this part of her finger. So she she cannot play that chord. And it's like, whoa, my mind in a second just adapted. Now, I was aware that some people, there, there goes the heater in the room, sorry. And it's, I'm in my hotel room has recorded this, so there's nothing I can do about that noise, sorry. Um, So I instantly, at that moment, I fall back on my knowledge about that some people restring left-handed. So I instantaneously take the ukulele from her while in this session, while everybody else is just playing on something, and I swap strings very, very quickly. Which you can, you know, once you learn how to change strings on an instrument, you can do so pretty quickly. But she's then able to turn the ukulele this way and play normally. Um, because she can still strum with either her thumb or their fingers. We can talk about strumming another time, but then she can play the chords because she has all the fingers of her right hand where she didn't have that tip on her left hand. So that changed everything for me in that moment when a friend of mine couldn't play chords on the ukulele strung uh, right-handed. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. If you're coming at it with the idea of, well, all tubas are right-handed, all, um, you know, recorders, you put the left hand on top and the right hand on the bottom. And actually at this point, I do wonder why at some point we didn't reverse that. If you're a music teacher with a recorder, so many kids gravitate towards putting the right hand on top. So many put the right hand on top. Now, again, after you've been playing for a while, the left hand goes on top and you're fine and you adjust. Um, but people come with this idea of, well, if you're left-handed on ukulele, and this is where the more intricate work happens, and my other question is, is that really true? Because once you get playing ukulele for a while, your right hand can do some intricate things as well. But people say, well, but isn't that a strength then because their dominant hand is playing chords? Well then my question would be is, if that's the way it's supposed to be, then why aren't we playing left-handed ukuleles where our right hand, um, our dominant hand, can make the chords? That's, that's a goofy argument. Um, why we would argue for that for left-handers when we don't argue for that for ourselves is problematic. And the other real problematic thing is to say to people, well, all instruments are left-handed, so you will learn it that way. That, that doesn't sound very accommodating to me. So, and what I said in the session today was this, was I came to the viewpoint that my students needed a second option and then quickly became a third. So let me tell you about that too. So option number one immediately became, you know what? You can learn ukulele right-handed or B, you can learn ukulele left-handed and I'll string some of our ukuleles left-handed for you. Seemed pretty easy, but when I give you that option, You have to understand as a left-hander what the challenges are between the two of these. So, for example, if you're learning on a left-handed ukulele, no, you can't buy one from a store most of the time left-handed. You can't um, expect to be able to read chord charts and things and tabs correctly um, in the way that they appear to a right-handed player um, when you're playing a left-handed ukulele. And all the resources are right-handed um third if you are a left-handed player and you're playing a left-handed ukulele if you have a ukulele with electronics or a cutaway, those are going to be on the wrong side many times of your ukulele than what you need the other question becomes you're talking about roughly 10 percent of the population so what do you do with that i mean do you how many, how many ukuleles do you think a store is going to keep in its inventory for the off chance that a left-handed player is gonna walk in? So, you know, you can't, you can't expect people to carry those. You can't expect manufacturers to make instruments that cater to both sides. It, it just becomes a really tricky world, right? So there's a lot of reasons why learning right-handed becomes easier, but you fall back on the same thing of, don't you want the same experience and sound? for your left-handed players than you have for your right-handed players. And if that's the case, consider restringing. Also, uh, my friend Paul Marchese, who uh, does ukulele workshops as well in the state of Illinois and runs an ukulele orchestra and so forth, uh, he's explained to me that left-handers look at the chord charts as if looking at them from the from the back rather than from the front, that those of us that are right-handed players do. So that's that's an interesting piece too. Um, so yeah, so I make sure that I explained that to my parents, but then option number three came along and unfortunately these videos are no longer there and it's heartbreaking to me. There was a uh, young woman named Autumn Best who was in high school that uh, was born, I believe she called it with a limb difference, where she was not, she really didn't have any of her fingers from this point up. And so she had a thumb on her left hand, but none of the fingers. Um, also a violin player, by the way, and they had to actually make a special violin for her. So, anyway, um, she's now I think in college or beyond college, so it's been a few years, and unfortunately she took those videos down because she did some videos about what it was like to play ukulele as a person with a limb difference. I wish she would have left them up or if I would have saved those videos somehow, but they're gone. Um, off of YouTube I've looked and they're not there anymore, which is just heartbreaking to me because I thought it would be so good to show kids that have a limb difference, which I have a couple coming up in my K through five program the next couple of years, um, to be able to to watch and to take motivation from because Autumn was just this, is still is, great personality um, with energy and sparkle and shine. And it was just, I think it was just a really good thing. And unfortunately they're gone, those videos. But anyway, what she, she couldn't obviously make those chords either because she didn't have the fingers to be able to press down the strings but she also didn't want to deal with restringing ukulele. So she then flipped it this way and then made the chord shapes with her right hand and strummed with her left with traditional GCEA tuning, not left-handed, but right-handed tuning. And that opened up a third option for me. So now I now give students the opportunity with their parents and I actually email a video home to their parents and to them and say, if you're left-handed, watch this and let me know what you want to do. Um, Incidentally, if you are an ukulele person, there is a guy that goes by the name of Alex Beds, um, who works at Southern Ukulele Store in the UK. And he is a left-handed player who plays left-handed ukuleles. He has learned how to just flip an ukulele and reverse play it. it's way more natural for him to play left-handed, and he would tell you that. But in order to sell ukuleles that aren't restrung, he's had to learn how to play um, in the standard sort of tuning, and he does well with it. So you can, but still he naturally gravitates the other way, just like Autumn Best did due to the need for a limb difference. So I give my students three choices. They can, left-handed students, by the way, they can play right-handed, learn right-handed, they can learn left-handed on left-handed ukulele, or they can play a right-handed ukulele as a left-hander. Now, to be fully honest, I've never had a student pick the third. I have some students pick the second and somewhere along the way, some of those students just decide to learn right-handed, that's fine. And then I get a few that just stay left-handed and they do fine with it. Um, Now, I had an interesting discussion with someone at the convention today after my session, and they said, yeah, but they, they need to move to guitar in our program and we don't do left-handed guitar. And my answer to that would be, why not? Um, Really, what's wrong with that modification? Um, So a left, I mean, there's an audacity there of being a right-handed person, expecting people to learn things in a right-handed way. That ring's really not healthy in 2023, if you know what I mean. You need to be like all the other right handers. That sounds weird. And we're not talking about an instrument with a physical limitation, like a tuba or a trumpet, where you really can't play it the other way around. Or like a clarinet or a flute, where the keys are not laid out in such a way that it can be played any other way. We're talking about an instrument where, in most cases, the strings can be swapped. Um, on so many instruments, particularly entry-level school instruments, that are usually symmetrical in shape, and um, it doesn't matter what order the strings are in. Maybe you might have a compensated saddle, but I'm not even so sold on on the need of that or the concern of that. Because, like, on the Martin ukuleles, the compensation for the C string is way shorter than the compensation for the E string. But you would think that it'd be the other way around. The E string would be a shorter compensation than the C string. So, you know, even, even the compensated saddle argument doesn't work very well. Yeah, you might have to modify a nut, but you may not in order to swap the strings, because really um, the, the G string and the A string should swap pretty easily. They're gonna be very similar. And then it's just the C and the E, which also are the two thickest strings, and they should swap more easily. You might have to modify the C a little bit. I don't think you'll get a buzz out of the E string. And there's, and there's nothing wrong with that. And particular, if you're like me and you teach with ocular colored kid strings, if you teach with those strings, um, you're still saying first string, third fret or blue string, third fret to play your C chord. It's just, you're doing it with the other hand. And in fact, even as you say fingers, you need to make sure it's, you know, that you're playing the C chord as you're learning with the ring finger of your, you know, your cording hand, whichever side that is. So again, if I'm just playing this ukulele backwards, then I have to think of it in a different way, right? So there's my C chord there, but then I'd have to switch it around and put it here. Anyway, in the mix of that, the one real negative of just flip-flopping like that is that your down becomes an up in sound, and your up becomes a downstrom in sound, Uh, because the strings are reversed just from what you're normally used to hearing. But even that, is that such a big deal? Probably not. Again, when I do the left-handed thing, one of the things I tell my students too is again, as you're looking at the chord chart, you're gonna have to think backwards on this in order to play these right. And I will do my best to help you. Um, But I find out that generally those kids just kind of sail. And I also think I'm probably sensitive to that because my dad is a left-hander too. And again, imagine being somebody that's left-handed growing up in a world that's so dominantly right-handed and how frustrating that must be at times to be pulled away from your natural tendency of what you do. So what I bring to you is this. If you are insisting that your ukulele students or anybody that you start teaching ukulele if you're not a teacher, that they're playing right-handed every one of them regardless of their natural Uh, preference for hand, Um, just make sure you know, this is so educational, your why. Make sure you know why you're sticking to that, and make sure you're being completely honest with yourself about why you would never be open to that modification. And then I would ask you if you'd make a modification for a student with a limb difference, um, and if you'd make a modification for a limb difference, why wouldn't you make modification for hand preference if the student wanted to. That's my question. I'm not going to uh, think poorly of a teacher that comes down on the position of, well, I'm sorry, but all my students are going to learn how to play right-handed. I'll honor that, but I'll also say I'm not sure you're right. I'm not sure you're right. In this particular viewpoint, giving students a choice between three different ways and making sure their parents and they know what those choices are. And that's, by the way, I teach K through five and I teach ukulele just the fifth grade. That's where I think there's some strength in that is that you're not just involving your student, you're also having them discuss with their parents. And that opens up a whole bunch of opportunities too, to talk about um, and talk with students um, that are left-handed about the challenges that they might face in life being left-handed versus right-handed. Um, and there are, there are, it it's a right-handed world. And we often just expect left-handed people to fit into it. You know, I think even back to uh, school the the simple challenges of making sure that there were left-handed desks, you know, cause we had those like cut out desks that were only one directional in many of my classes. In fact, um, even uh, the music rooms, you know, where you have those chairs that come up and the, the, you know, the sort of table flips over the top and the music chairs like that, um, you, you know, what do you do if you're a left-handed person and all the desks in the room are right-handed? And you say, wow, well, that's crazy. We buy a left-handed desk. Well, why wouldn't we do that for an ukulele? Why wouldn't we do that if the kid wanted to do that? You know, tread carefully, think about it, think about what you want to do. Um, and, and again, I think there's great power in empowering choice. And in my own students, some started left-handed and just said, no, no, no. That's not what I want to do. So once again, thanks for watching. Have a great day. And I'll be back soon with some more Yeak stuff for you.